Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. National Oversight on Capitol Hill. I'm Mitchell Miller. When the Prince George's County School Board chair can answer charges that could lead to her removal. I'm John Doman. Get ready to actually see Metro trains traveling to Dulles International and beyond. I'm Mike Marilla. On Wall Street, the Dow loses 330. The Nasdaq down 118. WTOP News Time, 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Egglands Best. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Fraud on a massive scale. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. It's being called the biggest pandemic-related criminal scheme yet. Federal authorities have charged 47 people with stealing and defrauding the government of $250 million. The money was to be used for food for tens of thousands of low-income children across Minnesota. The defendant stole money that was intended to feed hungry children during a pandemic. They lied, they prepared up their scheme, they papered up their scheme with false documents. Ruth Mendonca is with the U.S. Postal Inspection service. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. Trying to pick up the pieces in Puerto Rico after the aftermath of Hurricane Fiona. CBS's David Begno is there. Once we landed in Añasco, we hitched a ride with Erica Matias in the back of her family's truck, and they took us through some of the town's inundated streets. She told us that in some places, the water was up to four feet deep. We met a woman named Lourdes. She's been living here nearly 12 years. They just went through Maria. And now again... But the important thing is that we're alive. White House spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre says full-scale relief operations are underway. Right now, hundreds of FEMA and federal responders are on the ground in Puerto Rico, including U.S. Army Corps of Engineer, power restoration experts, and urban search and rescue teams. Hurricane Fiona has moved on to slam into the Turks and Caicos Islands. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is defending his decision to send plane loads of migrants to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. If you believe in open borders, then it's the sanctuary jurisdictions that should have to bear the brunt of the open borders. So that's what we're doing. Migrants also sent from the state of Texas to New York City and Washington, D.C. President Biden says he's well aware of problems at the border. We're working with Mexico and other countries to see if we can stop the flow. Four years after the fatal police shooting of Danny Ray Thomas in Houston, a civil rights lawsuit has been filed against the Harris County Sheriff's deputy accused of shooting him. Family attorney Benjamin Crump claims Thomas was mentally ill and approached the officer with his hands up in a desperate cry for help. Instead of officer giving him a helping hand, he gave him a bullet and it killed him. The Golden Globes are coming back. Welcome to the 2021 Golden Globe Awards. After a year spent off the air, the Golden Globe Awards are returning to NBC in January as the embattled Hollywood Foreign Press Association seeks a primetime comeback after more than a year of turmoil. This is CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition, because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. Hello there. It is 4.03, and we are glad you're driving along with us on this very pretty Tuesday, September the 20th. (laughs) 
It's a lovely 85 degrees. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story is a move in Congress to give D.C. its greatest expansion of home rule in nearly a half century. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller says it centers on a major change to oversight of D.C. laws and spending approved by a House panel today. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says her legislation would make an important change in dealing with crime in the district. This bill would give D.C. the authority to prosecute all D.C. crimes. Her bill would also give D.C. the authority to grant clemency on its own and end the congressional review period for legislation passed by the D.C. Council. It's opposed by Georgia's Jody Heiss, the ranking Republican on the House Oversight Committee. At a time of rising violent crime in the district, we should not be further eroding the rule of law in D.C. While the bill has support from House Democrats, it's unlikely to get approved by the full Congress. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. The Board of Education Chair in Prince George's County is charged with incompetency, willful neglect, and misconduct in office. Those charges were handed down by the State Education Board earlier this year. As WTOP's John Doman reports, when this case goes to trial she might not be chair anymore. The case against Juanita Miller is now scheduled to go to trial before an administrative law judge the week of November 28th. However, it won't finish until days before Christmas, since lawyers involved in the case have other obligations through the first few weeks of December. By then, Miller might not even be the chair of the school board, since the new board that takes office in December can pick their own chair. In addition, the judge could issue a ruling by summary decision in late October, regardless of whatever the judge ends up ruling the state board could still act to remove Miller. John Dome in WTOP News. If Miller is not re-elected to her chairman post, she would stay on the board. If she's found guilty, she could lose her seat. Making roads safer for everyone. Even though that's Montgomery County's goal, traffic deaths are still on the rise. At the discussion of Montgomery County's work to eliminate deaths on county roads, Christy Daphnis, chair of an advisory committee on pedestrian and cyclist safety, read a list of names. Sarah Langenkamp, Randall Gibson, Vidal Juarez Godinez. Those are the names of pedestrians and cyclists who died on county roadways so far this year. Montgomery County Police Captain Brian Dillman said there are 77 speed and red light cameras in the county and that by 2026 there would be 216. Dillman said the automated cameras are not about revenue generation. The enforcement effort is about curving the, the speed that we have people driving out there. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. If you drive down the Dulles Toll Road next month, you might see Metro trains traveling on the tracks of Phase 2 of the Silver Line Project. But no, you can't take one yet to get to Dulles Airport. For the first half of October, Metro will begin running simulated service along the tracks. This comes as it works to train staff and check off pre-service safety requirements that need to be met. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission must give Metro the green light when it comes to safety. Metro Rail determines when to open the line but they may only do that after they complete their safety certification process, and we concur that they properly completed that process. The Safety Commission CEO, David Mayer, the goal has been to take you through Reston to Dulles International Airport and beyond starting sometime this fall. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Up ahead on WTOP, we have a significant update on the Mar-a-Lago top-secret documents investigation of former President Trump. It involves the new special master in the case, and we'll talk to CBS correspondent Catherine Herridge in the minutes ahead. Palo Alto Networks offers an unparalleled cybersecurity solution in its industry-leading software. The Nebula solution helps find evasive, zero-day attacks that can cripple organizations and stop them in their tracks. 
Nebula runs off a series of innovations, resulting in six times faster prevention and 48% more threats detected, surpassing anything previously available. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com and search Nebula. Teens use Instagram to explore their interests and connect with their friends. That's why we encourage them to interact in positive ways with friends and family by defaulting new teens' accounts to private, providing safety notices in direct messages, and more. It's why we help make sure the time they spend on Instagram is valuable with tools like daily time limits and take-a-break reminders. It's why we built Family Center, which helps parents support their teens in building a safe, intentional Instagram experience. We're committed to building a community community where everyone feels supported. And it's why we create features like sensitive content control, which can help teens see less sensitive content. That's why we'll keep building more tools and features to protect teens in the future. Explore more than 30 tools that can help teens have a positive experience on Instagram at Instagram.com safety. Happy Tuesday afternoon. It's 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Might be a happy Tuesday, but probably not on the roads. Hello, Dave. Hey, Hillary. Yeah, Tuesday, today's rush hour, probably a little longer than the Monday uh, rush hour, which is usually a down day. Downtown, another day, another motorcade. Traffic on some freeways might be stopped soon. Portions of 395, 295, Third Street Tunnel. Usually the traffic holds last about five or ten minutes tops. Uh, more congestion uh, around the district near the schools, traffic circles, and uh, in general, we had a work zone near University Heights and uh, Catholic U on Michigan Avenue. They might have reopened it by now, but that put a lot more traffic northbound on North Capitol Street. In Montgomery County, still adjusting to the new traffic pattern westbound on River Road toward Wilson Lane. Lanes are shifted to the left. Uh, and a little bit slow uh, getting out to Wilson Lane on River Road. All around the Beltway near the River Road interchange and in Maryland and Virginia, all the crashes from last hour are out of the way, but we're left with uh, building volume between the Beltways in Maryland, very slow on I-95 from 198 past 32. But at long last, before 175, the crash got cleared and the northbound lanes reopened. A lot more bailout took to the BW Parkway and inside the Beltway, southbound traffic on the Parkway is extra slow because of a broken down Corvette between 410 and 450 stalling out in the left lane 270 is fine 50 out bay bridge good in virginia 66 westbound not so bad just heavy between fair oaks and fair lakes no delay west of centerville 95 south slow lorton into woodbridge but on 95 in stafford county caller identifying a new crash southbound before centerport parkway exit 136 tying up the center lane of three on 95 south heading for Fredericksburg with delays building. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To Storm Team 4, we've got Amelia Draper. Another nice day out there. Temperatures were once again running a little bit above normal, but with low humidity, we'll take it throughout the evening hours. Expect temperatures in the 70s and 80s, with overnight lows in the 60s under clear skies. Another warm day tomorrow even a few degrees warmer than today with highs in the mid to upper 80s and plenty of sun. We'll have some scattered showers and thunderstorms on Thursday, mainly later in the day with highs in the 70s to low 80s. Winds become breezy on Thursday, stay breezy on Friday, highs Friday around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
Well, we are well north of 70 today. It's really beautiful outside, huh? Blue skies. Winds are uh, breezy up to 16 miles per hour at the gusts in Bethesda. 85 at the wharf, 85 degrees at Oxon Hill. We have 84 degrees in Sterling brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411 now on WTOP. The senior federal judge appointed to review material seized by the FBI from former President Trump's Florida state sharply questions Mr. Trump's attorneys today. It came during the first hearing on the case in his Brooklyn courtroom. Judge Raymond Deary repeatedly pressed Mr. Trump's lawyers for refusing to back up the claim that he declassified the highly sensitive national security-related records found at Mar-a-Lago. Joining us live on Skype, CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. Hello, Catherine. Thanks, as always, for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Fill us in on what this judge had to say. Well, the purpose of this hearing today, which only lasted 45 minutes, was to develop what's called a case management plan. It's like a roadmap for the special master, in this case, to review more than 11,000 records. And already, one of the sticking points is this issue of classification. Former President Trump's legal team made the argument that they don't want to get into classification uh, issues, that that really would be a matter for litigation in the future. But this puts the judge there between a rock and a hard place in the sense that how is he to review the records if they're not going to get into that discussion of what may have been declassified and what remains classified to this day. So we're already seeing challenges to the legal language from the Florida federal judge who put the special master in the first place was becoming incredibly complex from a legal perspective. Well, where does the Justice Department appeal stand at this point? Well, there, there are many tracks here. The, the other principal track is in the 11th Circuit. The Justice Department has made an appeal to the 11th Circuit saying, in effect, 11th Circuit, we want you to lift the pause that's been put in place by the Florida federal judge that is preventing us from accessing these records from the August 8th search as part of our criminal investigation. And one of the most, I think, important parts of the hearing today came from the senior counterintelligence official, uh, Jay Brad, who was asked by the judge, what happens if the 11th Circuit doesn't step in? And he said, well, we're, we're going to or we should appeal other appellate options. Well, they're not a lot beyond the 11th Circuit. There could be a full what they call on-bank hearing at the 11th Circuit, and then it's the Supreme Court. So the Justice Department signaled today, sorry to be so long-winded, but it's I think it's important that the, judge, the, the Justice Department signaled today that they're really willing to go the distance on, on the issues uh, at stake here. Very quickly, Catherine, this judge is somebody the Trump team wanted. They asked for him. That's correct. Right now, mm-hmm. what authority does the judge have? Can the judge say, I don't care what you think? <laughs> I, I want to well, know about these declassifications. You know, you know, I want to say, well, usually it goes this way, but of course, this is not a usual case, right? Nothing goes according to plan. What we would expect now is for Judge Deary, and he's going to have a, a progress conference. We expect him to go back, come up with this sort of roadmap. Uh, and then remember, he works for the federal judge in Florida and is following her direction. So in my mind, one of the next questions is whether this roadmap is going to be sort of in line with her order and then again, it comes back to this issue of whether the two parties can agree or just agree to disagree and proceed. All right, Catherine, thanks much. You're welcome. All right, CBS investigative correspondent Catherine, Catherine Harridge. Sports next.
At Truist, we care. We care about serving our communities with humanity and grace every day. Those aren't just words we say, we walk the talk. It's one of my favorite things about Truist. By day, I not only help local businesses solve financial challenges, I help develop solutions that get at the roots of inequity, that propel diversity, inclusion, and empowerment, and create sustainable wealth-building opportunities for historically excluded people. I'm Bernita Bailey, Senior Vice President and Suburban Maryland Market President. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Bank, member FDIC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave Preston. You know, sometimes <laughs> you just got to hold the line. Uh, health doesn't always come on time. Washington Commanders play center Chase Rouillet on injured reserve while signing free agent Nick Martin for a look behind the numbers in the loss to Detroit, including how they fared on third down. Check out our Commanders Corner on the sports page at WTLP.com. Baseball, Washington, D.C. native, Cardozo High School graduate and Los Angeles Dodgers. Great Maury Wills passes away at the age of 89. Wills played for three World Series winners. While with L.A., he set the stolen base record with 104,000. In 1962, that record's since broken. Nationals facing Atlanta tonight at 720 on 1500 AM. Orioles are now five games behind Seattle for the final wild card spot of the American League. Birds battle Detroit tonight. College football, Maryland begins Big Ten play Saturday by visiting number four, Michigan. How does coach Mike Loxley keep his players from being distracted by the Wolverines ranking? I asked them about grandma's macaroni and cheese. I said, when she makes it on Christmas, is it any better than when she makes it on a normal Sunday dinner? And they all said, no, she, her macaroni and cheese is slamming. It's great. It's unbelievable. Well, who we play doesn't change. It's the consistency of how we prepare to play, which is what makes grandma's macaroni and cheese good on Christmas Day or a regular Sunday after church. I don't care about this game. I'm hungry. So I might not be here at 445. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. All right, Dave, thanks. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Hurricane Fiona, it is blasting the Turks and Caicos Islands this afternoon as a Category 3 storm. Earlier, it had devastated Puerto Rico, where most people remained without electricity. And rescuers there used heavy equipment to lift survivors to safety. Russian-controlled regions of eastern and southern Ukraine announced plans to start voting this week to become integral parts of Russia. The Kremlin-backed efforts to swallow up four regions could set the stage for Moscow to escalate the war following Ukrainian successes on the battlefield. 47 people in Minnesota face federal charges in what the government calls the largest fraud scheme yet in the COVID era. The suspects are accused of stealing a quarter billion dollars from a program that provides meals to low-income children. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Up ahead in Money News. After the closing bell, we find losses across the board on Wall Street. And what a rate hike? Well, could mean by the Fed. I'm Steve Dresner. 418. Traffic and weather. Here's Dave Dildine. All right, as we mentioned, traffic has stopped on uh, several freeways in the district right now. You're held by police as a motorcade passes through. That's going to affect you if you're trying to come inbound on 395. If you're southbound on D.C. 295, South Pennsylvania Avenue, and southbound of the 3rd Street Tunnel, usually the traffic holds last about 10 minutes, and uh, hopefully this one will follow suit. Also, train traffic apparently has stopped outside of Union Station because of police activity. Hopefully it's routine and short-lived. 
in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Southbound between 410 and 450. Broken down car, left lane blocked. Very heavy parkway traffic northbound from Greenbelt through Laurel. That was bailout coming off 95, which is still in heavy and slow condition between Laurel and Elkridge. But the longstanding crash on 95 at a point before 175 is clear, and you're finding all the travel lanes reopen. Some bailout on 29 northbound, leaving Burtonsville as well. 270, normal traffic conditions on the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia. Slow Tuesday on some portions, but without any major incidents in the way. Stafford County, Virginia, 95 southbound. It's getting slower from Garrisonville towards Centerport Parkway, where a crash was initially blocking the center lane on 95 south. The jaw-dropping musical Hamilton is playing at the Kennedy Center Opera House. Come join this captivating performance now through October 9th. Information at KennedyCenter.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper with us this afternoon. We've got a good one going. We do have a nice afternoon out there, Sean. Currently, our temperatures, well, they're warm for this time of year. Our average high now about 79. And here in Washington, we're at 85, but the humidity levels aren't bad. And the sun is shining. Now, we'll have lows tonight in the 60s with temperatures falling into the 70s as the sun starts to go down. We'll fall into the 70s by about 7 o'clock. And then throughout the day tomorrow, it's another warm, it's even a hot day with highs in the mid to upper 80s and plenty of sun. Some scattered showers out there on Thursday, maybe a thunderstorm or two, especially later in the day. Plenty of dry time, though, with temperatures in the 70s for most of the day, a high of about 82. Winds pick up later Thursday as those showers move through with a cold front, and it's blustery and feeling like October out there on Friday, with highs only in the 60s throughout the day and plenty of sun. A crisp start on Saturday morning with temperatures in the 40s and 50s and warming into the mid-70s. Currently across the area right now, 84 back in Gainesville, 80 in Bowie, and 85 in Fort Belvoir. Well, speaking of October, Amelia, some of the trees, some of them are starting to yellow. The leaves are starting to yellow. So we see that. 85 at Tyson's, as you heard, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts visit newlookhomedesign.com. WTOP at 421. Do you have an air conditioning emergency? If so, you need HVAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash EC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The most skilled and experienced HVAC technicians in the DMV are only a call away with HVAC 911. It's summer and it's hot. Get help now with the trained and trusted technicians of HVAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash DC. For service 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our HVAC 911 metro area preferred contractors are here to service your emergencies, plan maintenance for your furnace and air conditioners, or to install a new efficient system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit HVAC911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Brought to you by Steam Fair's Local 602. Here's Todd Johnston, the managing director of BDO Public Sector on the Business of Defense podcast sponsored by ASMC on Federal News Network. Essentially, we are the fifth largest network of accounting, advisory, tax, and consulting firms in the world. And we do a lot of commercial work, a lot of middle market work, and a lot of firms that are uh, about to go public, and also some also large publicly traded companies, right? So listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. 
Search ASMC. The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. Is WTOP News. 423. In Virginia, a former state worker convicted of ripping off COVID relief programs is heading to prison. Sadie Mitchell has been sentenced to nearly six years after pleading guilty to fraud. Prosecutors say she used her job at the Virginia Motor Vehicle Dealer Board to gain access to a government database. She took people's social security numbers and dates of birth, used the information to file fraudulent claims through the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, and then collected the benefits. This exploitation of government programs meant to assist our most vulnerable community members is appalling and inexcusable. Jessica Aber, U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia. In all, prosecutors say Mitchell got away with $1.8 million in COVID relief money. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Here's an arrest in a recent series of robberies in Lorton and Springfield. Fairfax County police say 19-year-old Anna Sesse began the crime spree August 14th by robbing a Sunoco in Lorton. They say a couple of weeks later he held up a 7-Eleven on Richmond Highway, also in Lorton, and then a tobacco hut in Springfield. Sesse is being held without bond at the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center. We know how important it is for drivers and pedestrians to keep an eye out for each other. But for pedestrians, there's another concern to be thinking about. Every three hours in the United States, a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Jennifer DeAngelis with the Rail Safety Group Operation Lifesaver. Rocking on railroad tracks is trespassing. It's illegal and it's very dangerous. And it's the top cause of train-related deaths. If your car gets stuck at a railroad crossing, she says get out of your car and look for a blue and white sign with a phone number to the railroad and a locator ID so they can warn the train operator. In Manassas, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Hello, Steve Dresner. Hello, Hillary. A tough day on Wall Street. The Dow finished down 313, just over 1% of losing its value. S&P 500 off 43 and the NASDAQ down 109. And all financial eyes have certainly been focused on the Washington area for the next two days. As the Fed holds another series of policy meetings, a big question is, Will we see a rate increase of three quarters of a point for the third consecutive time going up to 3% or will it jump to an unprecedented one full percentage point to 3.25% which would be the highest in 14 years. Now the Fed's decision on any rate increase will come down tomorrow at a press conference by Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. As some economic forecasters are predicting, at year's end, the rates could top as high as 4%. And talking about losses today on Wall Street, here's a tough one. Ford Motors reported that it suffered its worst trading day in more than 11 years. Shares of Ford closed just over $13 a share, down 12.3%. The automaker lost roughly $7 billion off its overall market value. 
Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Money News, brought to you by the D.C. Lottery. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline 24-7 at 1-800-522-4700. Brought to you by D.C. Lottery. Tracking Hurricane Fiona that has left devastation on at least three sets of islands. That's coming up, 426. Dell Technologies' semi-annual sale has arrived, and it's time to upgrade to the latest business technology. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 